Hello and welcome to a new episode of If We Can Just Say. I want to say Happy New Year to everyone, 2023. My co-host here, as usual, is Stephen, who reminded me before we started to remember this is the first podcast of the new year. Woohoo! Oddly enough, I didn't forget. So Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to If We Can Just Say. You, you never know how things are going to go. You never sure. know if you're going to remember things. And, you know, we've forgotten to say happy birthday to people before. We have. So, you know, just gen- gentle reminder. It's happy new year. Yes. And, I mean, I am pretty cozy down here now. Minus the slight migraine I have, but we're going to ignore that for the next 45 to 50 minutes. <laughs> um, my mom got us this huge ottoman for yeah. our basement. So now I'm, like, on the couch. I got my feet up on the ottoman. Got my dry erase board action. My time. Like, I am... I'm going. I'm ready. How is that ottoman over there? It's nice. I'm easing into 23. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Easing. 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 Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> hope you all had a very happy new year. Yeah. I feel like it's like just so much hype for like, it's it's just one of the most, I think New Year's Eve is one of the most overrated things on the planet. For sure. Yeah. I mean, well, it's not on the planet because not everybody celebrates New True. Year's. True. Okay. In America. Yeah. It's a Western culture yeah. thing, mostly. And I'm happy to celebrate New Year's Eve. Like, I, I appreciate the beginning and ending of things. I think um, cyclical thinking really helps you evolve and move forward and grow. Yeah. So I am happy to, you know, reflect on 2022 and think of what I liked, what I didn't like, what I'd like to do moving forward. Not a resolution. I think those are like setting you up for failures for like short-term goals, but like just long-term life goals. You know, what it, this next year, this next chapter, what do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, so, what do you want to do different that yeah. you didn't do last year? Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I don't like resolutions. Resolutions are just, uh, you, like like you said, it sets you up for failure. Yeah. But like for me, like, I don't know, setting a New Year's resolution, like, I'm going to go to the gym more. Yeah. Says you're not going to go to the gym. Like, you, you, like, I used to be in the gym all the time before we started, got our stuff, weights and stuff at home and before the pandemic. And I remember January was the worst month to oh, go to the I gym. Because you had, it was just, everybody was in there. It was hard to get to stuff. And it would filter out by the end of January. You'd see people have dropped off and they've started, stopped doing or whatever. And I was like, good. Because, like, no offense to those people, but, like, I, I know they're not. They're they, not committed. They don't really want to be there. No, they didn't want to like, be there. And you can tell by the look on their face. They're like, oh, they're like, I don't want to be there. And it's like, well, if you don't want to be there, no offense, don't be there. Like, like I even saw, so I'm, I still like to look at my Target circular every week. I oh do boy. it digitally on my app. But that first one in the first week of January, I'm always like, okay, Pilates videos and, you know, um, protein shakes. and for, for the audience at home, what's a circular? An ad, the oh. weekly ad for the store. It's oh, because my phone says it's a Target weekly ad. Yes, well, it's called a circular, actually. <laughs> Whatever. It's also called an advertisement, too, which, yeah, is advertisement. Ridic- which is ridiculous. And also on Netflix, for all of like the coming new, they must have partnered with Nike. So kicking off January, all of their coming new shows and movies are actually all workout videos. <laughs> and I was like, wow, you guys are really getting into it. Wow. So, anyway, but our our New Year's Eve was good. I'll reverse our order here. I yeah. think we had a good New Year's Eve. Um, we actually, so there is a brewery in Saline, Michigan called Salt Springs Brewery. It's in an old church. They're very good. I'm, I'm recommending them. This is not a diss, but we had made um, brunch reservations. Yeah. Because uh, Stephen's like, you know, we decided not to go anywhere. Why don't we do a nice brunch for 
New Year's Eve, so we made New Year's Eve brunch. I know New Year's Day brunch is like a big thing, but I like to be off the beaten path. So New Year's <laughs> Eve brunch. We made our reservations, and then a couple weeks later, I got a cancellation. They decided to close and give their staff the time off, which I think is great. Yeah. So, prop, yes, I was disappointed, them. but also I was like, that's good. Good for them. Like, Yeah, I mean, that's cool. I, I, I dig it, uh, especially I, I worked in the food service. I get it, man. You want to work. You want to have a holiday off. You don't want to be working the holidays. You'd yeah. like to spend it with your family. Uh, I, I know I do the whole thing where I go to, like, movies and stuff on Christmas Eve and on Thanksgiving and stuff like that, and it sucks for those people that are working. Yeah. I totally get it. I wouldn't want to work. I've had to work plenty of holidays. I had to work when I worked for Quest Diagnostics. I worked three Christmas days in a row. That's awesome. Three years in a row, I worked Christmas Day. It was awful. Like, not not cool. Well, also, I think if the movie theaters said, you know what, we're not going to be open on Christmas Eve anymore, you would be disappointed about not going to the movies, but that you would feel glad for the people that didn't have to work and mind Absolutely. you there are a lot of people who do not celebrate christmas there are a lot of people who christmas eve during the day is just like a day not yep. a big deal it's evening stuff which you know is how it is most offices even work half days on christmas eve i decided for where i'm at that we are just going to not work and give everybody the time because why not yeah um but you know i i would be fine with that like if i didn't get to go to that movie I mean, yeah. and that's not Val because I don't love going to the movies, but I'm just saying, like, I would be like, all right, that's a bummer. We don't get to do the tradition you like, but I good for them that they get to be home. Or perhaps they have people work that don't, you know, if you go to Walgreens and you're trying to buy condoms or something and it's against someone's whatever, somebody else has to check you out. So same thing could work for all this other stuff that somebody who doesn't celebrate Christmas could be the one that works if they, you know, don't mind. Yeah. I mean, my colleagues in India, they... They don't celebrate Christmas yeah. or New Year's because their New Year is in, is in uh, March for the Hindu calendar. And also because they're Hindu, they don't celebrate Christmas. So they're all working. Yeah. They didn't have any time off during this, which was good for me because, I mean, like the stuff that I do, it means somebody's still able to be working and do it. And then yeah. when he takes his in March, I'll be working. So I always thought being at out. U of M was interesting because it was a shutdown or even like – because you're technically sh – that would be considered – was it originally considered a shutdown for you guys? And now it's, I mean, I don't know. Normally, like for automotive, it's like shutdown time. So no one's there. It, so for like U of M, it was like we had our season days. Nobody was there except for like essential personnel. So it was like weird to me that you could stop gap for like a whole week. Well, for me, I work at the, the headquarters. And right. so it's not a plant. So they do that because it's not a plant. All the plants... They each of their sh shifts get a Christmas and get a New Year's. It's just there. It's up to the plant. The gotcha. plant manager decides when they shut down, if they shut down at all, how they do that, which shift gets their gets their designated holiday, mm -hmm. um, and that's just that's just how it is. It's up yeah. to the plant. It's not a. It's not somebody from the top corporate going. This is the way it has to be because. They all have schedules. They all have businesses. They, like they're all working, for, you know, doing stuff for Mercedes, for, for you know, yeah. BMW, all that kind of stuff. And those those things don't stop in automotive. So well, especially when yeah. you're global too, and there's places that don't yes. celebrate. There, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, like in India, they don't celebrate. Yeah. So if they're making a part in Mexico that that is coordinated with India, then they got to figure out how to yeah get their shutdown for their shifts, but also still stay working to keep things going with India. So it's, I mean, it's a complicated, it's a, you know, it's a 90 spoke tire, man. It's all kinds of work going on and yeah, keep spinning. 
Well, that to say we did still go to brunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went to the, uh, the the county down in uh, Plymouth. What's the name of that place? Greek Islands. Greek Islands. I never remember the name. Street, yeah. Great place. I love their food. That's my favorite Coney of all time. And it's we good. got a lot of food. And I think that was like our only meal that we ate yesterday. Yeah, outside of snacks and stuff. Yeah. I, I had some chips and salsa during the game. I had, well, I had brought home some leftovers, so I ate the rest of those later. But yeah, but yeah that place is good. That was great. Um, took a little walk in Plymouth, found this chocolate shop, Alpine Chocolate House. I've not really been there before, but they had all their Christmas stuff for like 75% off. And I was able to find me some peppermint taffy, which is like so hard to find. Yeah. That was awesome when we got some stuff and found some white chocolate. They make their chocolate with butter, not with margarine. So, Let me tell you, folks, it's a big difference. Oh my gosh, it's white. Yeah, like I never realized that all of the other white chocolate I've had is not actually snow white. It's like cream color, like a yep. tub of margarine or something. Yep. And I was like, this is a game changer. And I was like, I wish we could go back and buy more of their seventy five percent off chocolate. Not that I need it. Twenty twenty three, you know knew me but <laughs> but um yeah if we could have i would have <laughs> yeah i mean it was nice it was cool yeah so we just chilled i think that's i yeah, actually I mean, ran I, to kroger and ended up doing our meal prepping while he watched football <laughs> i watched the michigan game which man uh first of all the night before uh on friday night tennessee having their uh their their starting quarterback towards ACL in, in the last game of the season. So he wasn't playing. Their two-star receivers both declared for the NFL draft and said they weren't going to go to the bowl game. And then their offensive coordinator took a job for another school as a head coach. Now, he was going to be there, but, like, it's one of those things, like, is he all is he all in on this game? Does he even care anymore? Like, it, that's a question that us fans always have is whether or not somebody is all in on something or not. And so like when you've got one foot out the door, yeah, do you even care anymore. Yeah. Do you even care anymore? And they're in this bowl game and I was like, oh man, they're playing Clemson. They're just going to get destroyed because Clemson doesn't have any of these changes and they beat Clemson soundly, like soundly. Yeah. You had it in the calendar to watch and yeah, then you and took it out because you're like, they're going to get killed. I was like, I can't even, I can't even watch. I'm not yeah. even going to be able to watch this. Um, and we ended up, you know, watching something else and that was cool, but I kept checking in and I was like, holy crap, they're actually winning. Um, and then yesterday with Michigan, oh, Michigan playing TCU, college playoff. Whoever wins this goes to the championship game to face the winner of Georgia and Ohio State. And, um, man, I just Michigan had no answer for TCU's speed. They are so fast. I have never seen a college team in the last probably five years that's as fast as TCU. They're underrated. They started the season. They weren't ranked in the top 25 at all. They went undefeated into their uh, – into their uh, I believe they're in the big – ooh, maybe they're in the Pac-12. Ah, I can't remember what conference they're in. But they went undefeated into their conference championship game, and they lost soundly. But they still had the record to make it into the playoff, being twelve and one. They went in with a chip on their shoulder. They totally ran over Michigan. It's insane. Like Michigan, you look at the scoreboard and it looks like Michigan put up a fight. But really, they were behind the whole time. They were coming from behind the whole time. At one point, TCU was up twenty-one to three. Like it was, it was not a competitive game until the fourth quarter when Michigan started trying really hard to come back. Like they just could say, not keep up with them. Two things. One, 
for Christmas from this cute little store called Laura Lee's in Paris, Tennessee, I bought Steven a Tennessee Vols pint glass to wa- to link, drink out of while he watches Tennessee games. And then he didn't watch Tennessee games. So whatever. <laughs> Two, he was very vocal yesterday, y'all, watching this game and like pausing and rewinding to show me, me, plays. <laughs> Did you see that? You got to see that. I, I don't know what I'm seeing. I'm trying to explain Even it Even when I looked at it and saw what he was saying, I didn't know what I was seeing. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I'm like on the laptop trying to plan our honeymoon for this year, getting super stressed out. Anyone have a travel agent they recommend out there? Because <laughs> I just don't even have the capacity. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, if you do, uh, give me the feedback, comments, whatever, please. But, yes, he was very vocal. It was I, hilarious. You know, it's just. And man. we don't do a lot of sports in this house. He d- wrestling, obviously, lots. But I met Steven after his football watching. So when he does pop on a game, it's like, Rebecca's the same. We watched um, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And, like, I've never heard. That's a different side to your mom. She's my like yelling. She's like, come on, guys. What are you doing? Come on. Get them, boys. And yeah. I'm like. No, my mom's like, kill them. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is hilarious. The other team's got the ball and running, and my mom's like, kill him. Stop him. Oh, so yeah. funny. I love my mom, man. She's great. Um, but don't mess with her Cowboys, man. Yeah. She gets mad about it. <laughs> so funny. And the Steelers, too. She's a big Steeler fan, which I know is an oxymoron for you sports fans out there to be a fan of both the Cowboys and the Steelers because those fan bases hate each other. But, man, my mom's a fan of both. That's how it works. Um, but, yeah, Michigan could not pull it off. They, they just could not pull it off uh i i am very much a a uh a believer of don't put yourself into a situation where the refs decide the game for you and unfortunately michigan could never uh combat the fact that the refs made a couple of bad calls early on in the game um but they were early on enough in the game that michigan could have corrected and fixed it and and overtook that but they never put themselves in a position to do that. And unfortunately, TCU was just too fast for them, man. They just beat them. Uh, and then last, uh, the game after that was Ohio State and Georgia, which I did not watch because we were watching Jack Ryan. I turned around. I had that on my phone. I kept uh, paying attention on my phone. And Ohio State's kicker missed a field goal to lose the game. And I'm going to tell you, the field goal, if they move the field goal post, if, if, if you're staring at the field goal post – and if they literally pick it up and move it, it's its width over to the left, he would have put it right through the center of the uprights. He was a good 15 yards to the left. That one I did know what I – I knew what I was looking at. I that. mean, it was awful. I have never seen a game, game, you know, winning field goal botch that bad. Speak, it was awful. Speaking of but, awful things to but watch. it could not have happened to a worse team. Because I hate Ohio. Sorry, sorry, listeners, if you're Ohio fans, I, I feel bad for you. Because uh, no, actually, I don't. Because any time Ohio loses, it's it's a great day. Speaking of horrible things to watch, <laughs> we then flipped back and forth between oh. um, CBS had on like a Nashville New Year. Oh. Then there was like the Ryan Seacrest New Year. Get and it then straight. There was it's Dick Clark. Dick Clark. Well, yeah, but Dick Clark's rocking New Year's and Eve. And then there was Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton. Y'all, my cousin Kelly said it best. She texted me last night, um, loosely quoted. She said, 
I romanticize these New Year's Eve shows every year and want to watch them, and I never like them. I'm always disappointed, and I was like, they're trash. They're just awful. The performers, like, everything, the the looks, the everything is just awful. The years of having, because I remember MTV back in the late 90s, early 2000s. I remember them doing a thing, and they had Limp Biscuit on there. Mm-hmm. The days of that are over. Well, the, the days, days of having a band, this is going to be hilarious for me to say, but the years of having a band talented like Limp Biscuit is gone. Well, it's gone. Even the days, like when Dick Clark was originally doing Dick Clark's Rock and Eve, it it was something to be on. Yes. Like people were on it. Now it's like these like C tier, like. I mean, no offense, but Duran Duran, oh my gosh. And they 80s sounded called, awful. The, the 80s called and want their bands back. You had New Edition and Duran Duran. Miley had the lead singer, one of the guitarists from like the Talking Heads added to horrible. I didn't even know what he was saying. I was like, somebody get their drunk grandpa off the stage. He just wandered up there. It was not. They are not good. I know a lot of work goes into it, a lot of everything, but these shows are just not good anymore it's it's horrific i I just i will not watch another one and then steven's like every woman's naked people just don't wear clothes anymore nobody wears clothes anymore no one's cold they just don't wear clothes i mean seriously i could Um. not believe i I, okay i will say this i realize that we're in a patriarchal society i realize we're in a society where women are pressured with about their bodies and their look and all that kind of stuff all the time but when you go on TV and you're wearing less, like next to nothing, I don't feel bad for you anymore if you get any sort of shame and hate. You're doing it to yourself. You're an idiot. Put some clothes on. You don't see Ryan Seacrest up there wearing no clothes. He's wearing a suit and a tie, and he looks like a presentable well, that gentleman. Is- Look at you look mm-hmm. at the Duran Duran guys, they also look like okay, garbage. First of all, if you don't want to go patriarchal, then you can't go men versus women. The only the only artist that actually wore clothes and looked all right and looked like a normal person was the guy from the Talking Heads who looked like a drunk grandpa up there and New Edition. Everybody else was wearing almost next First to of all, nothing. All you're saying is men. And I will say there's a singer songwriter named Jax who has a great song called Victoria's Secret. If you haven't heard it yet, she was fully clothed. She was the only only lady I saw on TV but that was fully clothed. She's still new and Hollywood and all of that hasn't like taken over her. And I don't think it will and I hope it doesn't because I think she's great. What's who's the country artist that I was like, Who is this girl? And you were like, Wow, her she's not nude, but her clothes are pretty much painted on. Oh, that was Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, she might as well have not been wearing any clothes. There was no, like, it, I can't stand it. I hate it. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in seeing women on I TV mean, half you, naked at New Year's. If you want to, whatever you want to wear, wear. It, it, from my perspective, I find it hard to believe that, like, the majority of women want to be basically naked on television. But maybe that's what they think they want. I, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The it doesn't matter really for me in my life, but the moral of the story is those shows are awful. And they I are got horrific. Yeah, a big speech about how he's never watching them again. Happy New Year! I'm never doing this with you again. I'm <laughs> like, this is this is awful. We could have watched the third episode of Jack Ryan. It would have finished five minutes before the ball dropped. Watch the ball drop and then watch another episode of Jack Ryan. But nope, we watch commercials and trash for an hour and a half. Well, what else have we done recently? Oh, uh, we went. To a Van Gogh 3D immersive, uh, immersive ex- 
exhibit. We went to the Van Gogh immersive experience. Experience, yeah. So I don't know if y'all have been to these immersive experiences. So I I will say I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm glad that we went. Flip side, it's not advertised very well. It wasn't what I thought, and it's overpriced. It is definitely overpriced. But what did we do beforehand? We took your mom to the airport. What else? And then did I cried about how I was tired. What else did we do beforehand? Um, we watched this show about a dentist called How. Yeah, <laughs> she's being stupid right now because she doesn't want to talk about it because she's ridiculous. <laughs> we watched an episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, Doctor Who is a sci-fi show. Uh, I had never seen it before. Just a heads up. Yeah, so uh, it's a British show. It's been around since 65, 66, something like that. They took a break between 89 and 2005, came back. Um, but however, uh, so Doctor Who, basically, he's an alien, um, but he looks like you and me, and he flies around in a TARDIS, which is a phone booth, and it's bigger on the inside. But he takes a companion with him uh, everywhere he goes. It's always a human companion and they go on these adventures and they went, they start the episode, they go to this museum and it's a Van Gogh exhibit and they're walking around and then, uh, and the, the doctor in this is Matt Smith and he gets this idea to go meet Van Gogh. And the episode is them going to meet Van Gogh, uh, because they see something in his painting that looks like an alien. And he's like, that's trouble. We got to go fix that. Um, and so they go to fix that. And it's a really, really cool, uh, like, I don't know, you get you get to see a bit of the psyche that was Van Gogh going into his paintings. The actor that plays him is so good at it. Like, they even took the, the self-portrait of Van Gogh and they altered it just a little bit to look more like the actor. Um, and then in, like, because this came out in 2010, by, like, 2017, that version of that self-portrait ended up in an art museum in London because it's famous now, which is cool. It was cool. I liked the episode a lot, and I've, I've never seen Doctor Who before, but it, it certainly it, – it, Doctor Who's a bit more episodic, so it's standalone. Like, yes. you don't need um, – but it was cool. I love Van Gogh. I've always loved Van Gogh. I've had Van Gogh art forever, art books. Love it. I know that doesn't make me unique in any way. I don't care. I love Van Gogh. So we, I wanted to go to the immersive experience, and it was cool to walk, to see that episode before going to the immersive experience. I sort of felt like I knew Van Gogh better. I mean, yeah. this is a fictional television show, but nonetheless. Yeah. And Van Gogh is also, um, 94 or 95 of his paintings are on display at the Detroit Institute of Arts until January 22nd or 21st. So we're definitely going to that, too. As soon as we go upstairs, I have to buy the tickets. I keep trying to do it online, and I forget because they don't offer PayPal, and I don't have my credit card on me. So That's an aside that no one cares about. But nonetheless, <laughs> we are going to do that because I love Van Gogh. Yeah, uh, I, I like Van Gogh as well. Um, but that episode of Doctor Who is probably like top three favorite episodes ever of Doctor Who. It's so good, man. It, it, it will get you in the feels. Um Man, it's it's just it'll make you laugh. It's a great it's a great episode. Yeah, and if I you've teared not, up. It was good. If you've not seen Matt Smith play the Doctor, then watch it. Matt Smith was the first Doctor that I watched that I remember uh, watching that got me into the new Doctor Who, and I went back to watch everything that's been since two thousand five. Um, 
but uh, Matt Smith, man, he's great. He's great. He channels something, and the guy who plays Van Gogh, like, I, I, I feel it. Like yeah. you, you feel what he's what he's uh, emoting. It's really cool. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. What else is new? We saw Steph and Chuck. Yeah. Oh so man, good they, to see Steph and Chuck. They come in. They came in for Christmas um, from California, and their time is just so crazy. Like they never get time to like relax so we're very flexible on when can you get us in and they came by wednesday during the day for a little bit um and it was just good to see them to talk to them i mean you know it's tough when your best friend lives in california and when she does visit especially for a holiday time is just pulled everywhere you know when they come in in the summer we have a little bit more wiggle room to see them more um, but the holidays are just tough. And I'll be honest, I was exhausted. They came the day after Rebecca left. I don't know how I thought I could have gone away. I have <laughs> been doing so, I have not been motivated this last month or so working out. I've been eating like crap. I've been drinking too much and I've not been working out and it is taking its toll. I've never done that before at 40. Um, I've had those times. <laughs> well, you weren't 40. <laughs> I've had those times in twenties or thirties, but like 40 is different. 40, my body is, my brain and my mentally, emotionally, I am not any different. Physically, I am. I know it's going to take me more work to get to where I want to get body-wise after, you know, getting just like a, you know, Randy lay there like a slug. It was his only defense. That was me. (laughs) Lay there like a slug for the last month. Oh, my gosh. Um, so like I was just tired and I'm more tired and I hate it. I hate being so tired. And I'm like, I know part of it is I'm not running on that treadmill and I'm not working out and I'm not eating as well and I'm not drinking as much water. And this is every year. And I don't know. I'm always like, oh, it's just, you know, one time. But this is the first year where I'm like, crap, I can't. This can't be every year anymore because my body doesn't bounce. Yeah. Bounces in a bad way now. It doesn't bounce back. It just yeah. bounces. No, once you hit 40, man, there's a different. It's there's different. a different. Yeah, your body works differently. After I don't. And I don't feel. I still feel 27. I, in my brain, am like always 27. And when I wake up and like the back of my neck hurts because my pillow was off an inch, I'm like, what in the Sam Hill? As my grandfather and my husband would say. (laughs) Like, I don't. Yeah. So it's weird. But it was great to see them. I'm glad to see them. I'm glad they went home and had a few days to relax. Um, Stephen had bought me a Christmas ornament that came that day, too, that was late for arrival. I'll post a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah, it says, um, you're the only person I want to annoy for the rest of my life. Yeah, something like that. And it has, like, our names on it. It's just a cute little thing. Yeah, and it looks like us, which is cool. Yeah, we have to um, – I took down all of the Christmas decorations already, um, and we just have to take down the tree while we – after we record, we always listen to the podcast, and then we'll take down the tree while we do that. But yeah, it was good to see them. It was good to see your mom. It was good to see my family. It was good to see everybody. And Yeah, and, and I even saw your dad on yeah. Friday, your dad and your brother. Yeah. We went to um, – we went to get some hamburgers, and the name of the place is escaping me right now. Hunter uh, House. Hunter House. Oh man, let me tell you, it's on uh, Woodward and Fifteen. What a great place! Yeah. Great burgers. Like man, they do such a good job. The service was great. Our waitress was awesome. Um, like we just had a gr- we had a great time. Just the three of us hanging out, um, talking about all kinds of stuff, not just like our normal talk. Like we had more time to just hang out and or you know there was wasn't a tv or yeah or a concert or whatever it was like just the three of us hanging out eating food and stuff and it it was cool man uh 
Um, I had a really good time with both of them. So I I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping to do that. You know, more often. There's a c- couple more hamburger places that we we talked about going to. So oh, maybe, nice. I maybe, didn't know that. Maybe cool. we'll do it again soon. So um, I stayed home. Um, my mom thought I was going to come over to go shopping. I thought about going over to go shopping, but my mom and I technically never spoke. These are just things we thought. So I stayed <laughs> home. I finished a show that we'll talk about a little bit later during our award ceremony. Award ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, award ceremony. Yes. So um, the Stevie Awards or what are they called? Uh, they're not called anything. Um, which also uh, before we hit that, uh, I have a there's an app that I have. Oh yeah, speaking of Stevie. Yeah, I have a app that I use called TV Time. It keeps track of all my shows and movies and when when the next episode's coming and like you can rate the episode and pick yeah. your favorite character in it and but, stuff. And but it's does cool. it does it detail enough? No. It does it do enough? No, it does not. Would it be better? It's great, but it doesn't do everything I want. So ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye out in twenty twenty three for God. the new app, Stevie Time. Oh my gosh. To replace T V time. If you don't think you have enough detail <laughs> on TV time, if you can't break it down enough into enough categories, then you know what you need? You need Stevie time. I mean, I just want to be able, like the TV stuff, it's all on one one scroll, and I would like to break it up to where the limited series were in one section, ongoing series are in another, and series that are over are in another. I'd just like to break that so up So I'm going to be asking for, or I've already asked for a travel agent. I'm also needing an app developer. Yeah, absolutely. So 100%. Like, if you like what no you joke. hear... It'll be user friendly. You can still comment. You can divide and analyze till your heart's content with Stevie Time. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, seriously, app developers, send us a message. I'm serious. I need an app developer. I have an idea. If you or someone you know is a hashtag nerd alert, <laughs> please send them a link for the app Stevie Time. So in uh, 2014, I decided at the end of the year that since I listened to so much different music, I wanted to pick out what my favorite albums were, my favorite artists were, my favorite songs were. And um, I even went so far back then to pick, break it up by genre, which I stopped doing that after the second year. I was like, I'm not doing this again. Uh, but I, I do this because I like to see what type of music I've listened to throughout the year and what has really popped to the top of the list and i use year in review yeah and i use itunes actual itunes because i can look at play counts i can see when the when i added the music um like all that kind of stuff and i can create what's called a smart playlist where i can literally go okay every song that was added in 2022 between january 1st and december 31st and it will automatically populate it for me and i can see every song that i've added um, I love, I'm meticulous. I love all those kind of details. So I will use iTunes until, until they tell me iTunes doesn't exist anymore. You're getting a glimpse in just to kind of the functionality that Stevie time will have. <laughs> Very funny. Um, so I started doing this in 2014. This is the ninth year that I've done this. I, I don't do this. People actually, I don't think anybody knows I do this. I just do it on the s- side. I do it like around the 30th no or 31st. No one knows, like not Jared or anybody? I don't even think Jared knows, no. Well, you love to do it. Like, it's one of those things. Oh, I love it. I think it, Stephen is very passionate about a lot of things. We've talked about this. I am like, meh, whatever. Like, Sophie's cool. That's my favorite. Love her. But that's my passion ends for like my family and like Sophia. 
but like i think it's cool that you do this like you don't get anything for it there it's just self-satisfaction it's yep. we're so much in society that's like a society that is like likes and you know looking at stuff and showing everything you do and like you're not gonna like post this anywhere you're not going to you know give out every detail of any anything we've structured something in a way to talk about like a year for us for the podcast and you know recommendations we have but it's something that's yours and no matter what even this little bit that you're sharing on the podcast doesn't even cut the surface of what you actually do so I think that that is really cool I am envious of you for your things like this that you do because I don't have anything like that I don't know I don't feel like unfulfilled because of it but I I wish I had something that I got so excited about. Like, I think that's great. Well, thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I break up. Uh, so in my iTunes, I have 2014 as a folder. And then I got all the playlists that are involved with all the stuff that I put in. And then I've done that every year all the way down to 2022. And sometime this week, I'll create a new folder for 2023 and yeah, start, you know, the new stuff. So, um I don't know. I'm just very detailed. And since we gotten into the pandemic, when I got uh, furloughed for over a hundred days, I think during those hundred days, just because I could, I had so many ideas for playlists that I probably created somewhere around another, uh, I'm going to lowball it and say it was about 80 new playlists that I created during that time. Yeah. Your brain is like, I, I, I can't I'm turn detail it off. oriented, but I'm more, um, I feel like I'm more big picture. Like I know the honeymoon I want us to take. I know what I want us to do, but getting down to the nitty gritty and booking it like online is like, I'm about to break out in hives. Like I don't want to do it. I'm more like overall, I think that's why I'm good in like HR and like strategic goals and plans and yeah. policies and things like that, but not in why you're good in it, which is like, you can't get baser than the IT, the logistics, the systems, the programs that run everything. Yeah. And I'll give you the overall policy and the parameters that you need to stay in to do what you do. And I, I love the little details. Yeah. So uh, so to start off, because uh, we're going to talk a lot of different things. Uh, we're not doing just music. Oh, I, my, th got... my thing for me is the, is the end of the year that I do for my own self. Yes, it's in a spreadsheet. Thank you, Jared. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Jared because it's his so, fault. So I asked <laughs> Stephen, I was like, can you share the spreadsheet with me? And he was like... Yeah, I've shared it with you before. I'm like, no, can you just, can I have edit access so I can just add my my stuff in there? Y'all, I no. I feel like I was just like, hey, can I have a kidney for like, I don't need it for no reason, but can I just have your kidney? That was the kind of reaction that I got. <laughs> and he's, he sent it to me and I literally was just going to type in a field, like jokingly, like a word. And I was like, oh my God, this is view only access. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't edit it. He won't let me. I had to print out the spreadsheet that he made <laughs> to write my pics next to it because he wouldn't give me, you can't copy it. You can't do anything. Like nope. what a nut. And nope. like he also, we we're talking in the car on the way home from Tennessee, just spitballing our ideas and our answers and stuff. And he was like, picking my top five like that's gonna be so easy like I to pick even the number one out of it like no big deal I could put them all in the hat and just pick it out and I said oh that's a great idea why don't you put it all in the hat live on the podcast and we'll pick it out got a kidney response again oh my gosh he like <laughs> could not even handle it I panicked I was like oh no so no, no, no 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 is <laughs> meticulous y'all and a lot of work has gone into uh 
this information you'll be getting next. Yeah. So, uh, but we're not doing just music for the podcast no. because it's podcast. We're going to do a lot more things, and we're not even hitting half the stuff I do for music. No. Just a couple of things, but we're also going to do movies, TV, concerts, uh, a couple other things like yep. that. So, uh, but we're going to start with yes, uh, favorite male artist band in 2022. This is not. Uh, these things are not. Um, these categories are not specific to 2022 that year only, unless it's stated. So in this case, it's favorite male artists that we listen to of every th- music that we listen to all year long. Or that you discovered in 22, even yes. though maybe they came out in 17. Yes. And in my case, this uh, artist... And we've talked about a lot of these before, so we won't go into too much detail on either on yeah. any of them. But. Which in my case, I picked Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic, I discovered in July, and I could not stop listening to it. I was It's the only band I've listened to in 2023. Yeah. And Silk Sonic <laughs> so is made up of... Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. Yes. So it is a great album. Oh, What's it's a, wonderful. Um, well, mean, that's artist, yeah. Yeah. Um, my artist is Noah Reed. Noah you Reed. You all might know him from playing... Oh, my gosh. Uh, what's his name? Patrick yeah. on Schitt's Creek. Yeah. So I didn't... So he says he does iTunes. iTunes gives you all these analytics, right? Yeah. So for me, I just use Apple Music. I don't pay attention to what I'm listening to, like, logistically, like, the schematics and stats. So they did give you, like, a year in review thing. And it told me the album, the artist, and the song that I played the most all year. And you will see a pattern. But so far, we're yeah. at Noah Reed as my guy. Yeah, which Noah Reed's good stuff. Yes. Uh, it's I, I like it. I gotta I gotta check him out more. I I, I definitely I like. Think what he's I've got heard. three albums. I've listened to one the most. Yeah, uh, my favorite female artist, which you're gonna see a trend with this starter. Uh, my favorite female artist that I discovered this year was Marin Morris. And mine, I'm not gonna say I discovered her this year because I hadn't, but I listened to her the most this year. Casey Musgraves. Yeah. I love that Golden Hour album. I've talked about it a bunch of times on here. And he springboarded me into 22 with Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour because he got me the vinyl for Christmas in 21. So in 22, I already kicked off listening to it. So Casey Musgraves, like, I love her first three albums. And I love her. So for me, like, for my go-to listening is really her in that album. Um, I love Casey Musgraves. So uh, I I will also have something to say here in a few minutes about Mm -hmm. her as well. Uh, My favorite new artist was Marin Morris. Mine was Noah Reed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I cannot cannot say enough about Marin Morris. Go get Humble Quest. Get it. Listen to it. Soak it in. God, she's a great artist. Man, she's amazing. Um, and, and Noah Reed, I'm going to be listening to probably this year. Cause you've, yeah. you've us talking about this and now talking about it again on the podcast. I'm like, man, I really need to dive in and listen to him. Yeah. Um, okay. So I put, these are actually in order. My okay. top five albums of the year. So the first one is number one. First one is okay. number one. I did that too. That was Marin Morris humble quest. Okay. I've already said, go get it, go listen to it. It just, I, we've got it. I've got it on vinyl, got it digital. Go get it. Mm-hmm. Like, Go see her in concert when she tours this year. Yeah. Uh, an amazing album. Yep. Absolutely. Front to back. Not a bad song on the album. And we reviewed it in another podcast. Yep. I talked about it as well. Absolutely great. Second album for me was Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Yep. Because, yes, same reason as her. I got her that vinyl 
but listening to it, I was like, oh man, I'm really liking this. I'm really digging it. So it's I got to listen. I, I got to listen to it. Um, Space Cowboy is is her greatest song she's ever written. I love it, and also Velvet Elvis. Velvet Elvis is really good. Um, my third album was an artist by the name of Tyson Matzenbacher. Um, he wrote an EP called Elmira, and uh, to give a brief history, he did a trail in California that was like took him a month long to do in Northern California after his mother passed away. And while he was doing this trail, he wrote like two albums, and this is one of them. And man, I, he's just singer songwriter folk, great stuff. I've never listened to him on my own. I've listened through Steven a lot. It, it is really good stuff. I would like to listen to it on my own. Yeah, he's 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 very. He's good. got a good speaking track yep. as well. Is that on Elmira? No, that's on oh, another one called apologies. A Kind Invitation. Yes, I would listen to that. That is good. Kind Invitation is man. The first time I heard it, I I wasn't totally paying attention. I was like, all right, I got to go back and listen to this. And then when I sat down with no distractions and listen to it i was like oh my gosh man this there is aren't great. a lot of talk tracks like that yeah. um time out of mind bob dylan has one that yep. zach bryan album that i'll talk about later that has a million songs has one this yeah. like it's it's different it stands out and this content stood out i'm sorry go ahead you're next um number four for me was silk sonic an evening with silk sonic mm-hmm. i i love silk sonic this album is amazing uh, front to back it feels like a live album they wrote it during 2020 I think we've reviewed it on another podcast, yes, but it feels live. Definitely. It feels like it's set on Soul Train. Like, if you remember Soul Train back in the day, it feels like they could perform the whole album on that, and it'd be great. Um, very I almost cool hope stuff. they don't do another album, because I don't know how they could I, I don't. I don't want them to do another album. I want them to tour. Yeah. I want them Just to tour. Just playing that album, I would go for sure, 100%. Absolutely. And they can do some of each other's stuff, too. Because yeah. you've got, I mean, Bruno Mars well, has got hits galore. Anderson Pack has got yeah. hits galore. It's even like when we oh. saw the Incubus tour and they played one album. They still always play other songs, too. Yeah, so. they threw in like five songs yeah. at the end. But I, that could be cool to do Silk Sonic Live. And uh, my final album of the year, I love metal, um, but I don't catch a lot of new metal albums because it doesn't appeal to me that much i love more of the late 90s early 2000s metal mid 2000s um i i like new metal but this band fit for a king released a new album the hell we create and i gotta tell you from the moment go i mean i was in the very first song i was like this is awesome. Like, I cannot stop listening to it. We're going to review it in a later podcast in the beginning of the year um, because I want to dive dive in and talk about the lyrics and stuff because there's a lot of point. Uh, I can never say that word. Uh, poignant. That poignancy. Word? Poignancy. Uh, and but, you, you asked me to listen to it, and I never fully did, so I've got to do that as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Fit for a King. Uh, the Hell We Create, that that rounds out my top five. What are your top five? So my top five albums, I don't need to get into detail because I've reviewed them all on the podcast already. <laughs> um, Noah Reed, Songs from a Broken Chair. Mwah. Chef's Kiss, as they say. <laughs> Amazing album. <laughs> Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour. All right. I can't say enough about that. Um, you'll notice we don't talk about her album after that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Third, Amigo the Devil. Yeah, the, the CD that I'm or the one I normally listen to is Volume One, which I think is more of a compilation, but excellent. Marin Morris, Humble Quest, 
and What a Time to Be Alive by Tom Walker, which is an album I have reviewed and my brother had referred that or um is that right? Referred? Yeah. Recommended it recommended, to me. Recommended, yeah. So those are my top five that I've listened to a lot. What is your most played song added in 2022, Stephen? Steve, you know what? Let's give a pause to see if the folks can guess it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, it is Fly As Me by Silk Sonic. Ah. The first song I heard by them, um, I believe I heard it on Instagram from a uh, drummer doing a cover of it. Mm. And I was just like, what is this? And what am then... I hearing? And then I went and found the album. Oh, man. Nice. Great. Mine is Apollo by Noah Reed off the songs from a Broken Chair album. All right. Surprisingly. Nice. So that's basically what um, uh, Apple Music told me. <laughs> it was his song and his album and him that I listened to the most. Nice. So, yeah. So what was your surprise artist? So that would definitely be Amigo the Devil, also referred to by my brother. So that, if you guys recall, I have totally re- reviewed that on the podcast. And um, it is the murder folk genre that I didn't know existed. And it is definitely different than anything I've ever really listened to. Yeah. So I, I've i listened to like some hard um questionable lyrics like rob zombie stuff but never in like the folk genre which was a real like change up for me because it's like if you just listen to the melodies you're like oh this is nice and pretty and then you listen to the lyrics and you're like oh hello what is happening here so (laughs) i i really liked him he was my surprise i really wanted to go um to his concert that he had in kalamazoo but it just didn't work out to drive a couple hours on a monday so yeah um, what my, about you? What was your surprise artist, my, Steven? My surprise artist was Silk Sonic. I, I could not. I, I, I still, like I said, uh, we're on New Year's Day right now. Yeah. And, uh, recording this. And the only album I've listened to today has been Silk Sonic. So every time he comes to bed at night, I'm already in the bathroom brushing my teeth and he has to have a soundtrack to lock the doors and come up the stairs. And he put on Silk Sonic and he's coming up the stairs and I was like, wow, you're already pushing to get them on the list for 23, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's possible. It's possible. All right. So what's your um, surprise song? I think we've heard about this one already. Um, The, uh, yeah, the surprise song was Flies Me because it, it, Totally. I skipped one. You did skip one, but I'll, I'll go to it. Uh, the uh, Fly Is Me by Silk Sonic was the surprise song. Because literally, I had no idea that Bruno Mars had done something with yeah. Anderson Pack, And I had just discovered Anderson Pack last year. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, these two guys did something together? Like, what? My surprise song is off the Amigo the Devil Volume 1. It's called Perfect Wife, which we have talked about before. Yeah, that's a great song. Oh, my gosh. Um, Surprise album. What was your surprise album? Mine is also Volume 1, so it's all Amigo the Devil stuff. Yeah. Okay. And what about you? Uh, For me, my surprise album is different. It's Fit for a King. It, I did not expect to like a metal album as much as I like that one. Once again, another one that I own on vinyl, I own digitally. Like, Does I want to see them live. Like, Ricky and I are already talking about it. They're coming on tour at the beginning of the year, and we're talking about going just because when of how it? good this album is. I think they're coming in February. They're coming before August Burns Red. Out, yeah. August Burns Red's in March, but I think they're coming in February. You got those tickets, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, does it, so you mentioned really liking nineties, early two thousands metal. Does fit for a King hit because it makes you remember that or because it's just like a new metal sound that you haven't heard coming out of the newer stuff. And so it stands out. It stands out. It's new. 
it's uh it, and like i say we're gonna we're gonna hit this yeah. in another podcast but I have to, to listen to it when my migraine's gone yeah to 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 tell you to answer your question it stands out in amongst everything that's happening today and the metal that i hear today it okay. sticks out cool. and it, it it is i mean it's insane it's so it is so good like i can't i can't get over how good yeah. it is and i haven't been this excited about a metal album in probably 10 years. Okay, cool. Like, I just, I love it. And I went back and got all the rest of their stuff. And I've listened to their other albums, but this one, I just, I can't stop listening to it. It's yeah. so good, front to back. So the next up is favorite. So we've got some lyric stuff. We're going to do favorite full song lyrics start to finish and then favorite line. So what is your full song start to finish? Uh, my full song start to finish is uh, Mar- Marin Morris. Uh, it's off a of humble quest. It's a song called "The Furthest Thing." It's like a play on words song. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a really, really nice song. It is. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's talking about her husband and how, like, you know, you're the furthest thing of what I thought would work, but everything fits perfectly. Like, it's that sort of like it's almost as though Marin was spying on me. Yeah, like it's such a good. It's it is. it's it's chill. It's it a is. very chill song. Um, but man, I, I want to listen to like all these when we're done now. Yeah. Like I, 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 I love it. It's I, I, that song. It, she mentioned when I uh, turn out all the lights and lock yeah. all the doors and everything to come upstairs. There's so many nights that I just put that song on and let it start playing. Cause so, I just love it. It's such a good, good. If vibe. anyone knows anything about me, this whole concept of this spreadsheet and everything is like a nightmare for me <laughs> because I am not a favorites person first dates were always tough like what's your favorite this or that like I don't I am not that's just not me favorite color favorite this favorite that favorite I panic in those situations that I don't live my life in bullet point favorites it's more fluidity so I'm like when he dropped this on me that we were going to be doing this a couple months ago I'm like I don't freaking know like I have no idea so for me, I'm pulling my favorite full song lyric, kicking it old school, going Simply the Best by one Miss Tina Turner. <laughs> I, as you know, went to see Tina the musical, and it was amazing, and I was literally obsessed. I listened to Simply the Best on a loop for a very long time, and then I started listening to just like more Tina Turner. So I've been listening to a lot of that. Those lyrics from start to finish, I just love them. Yeah. I just think it's great. I think it's just happy and upbeat and just honest and just like at the end of the day, like you're simply the best. Like you're everything that I could want or need. And what is better overall than that? Yeah. So. And I, I see a theme there between our full lyrics. I kind of like that. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. Sweet. So then Look we the have things you discover when you do a spreadsheet, y'all. <laughs> Then we have another one that is a favorite, just a lyric from a song. Yes. Um, and I picked uh, the lyrics from Fly As Me. The chorus is as follows. I deserve to be with somebody as fly as me, somebody this fly. And you deserve to be seen with somebody as fly as me. And when when I heard that, I was like, that is cool. That is cool as cool can be right there. Oh I love it. God. And I told Jess, I was like, that is exactly how I feel about you. <laughs> that is correct. That is exactly how I feel about you. <laughs> what were your individual lyrics? My about? individual lyric is 
um, from Taylor Swift's anti-hero song. Oh, my gosh. And the line is, draw the cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. When I heard that, I was like, what? <laughs> like, we've talked about that Midnight's album. We've talked about that line. I've talked about how, like, literally, when I hear that line, I picture me and Molly on Deer Street in Plymouth, getting ready, putting on makeup, having a pre-drink, looking fly as hell, looking like the Bruno Mars lyrics, getting ready <laughs> to go out on the town. And it's just like, draw the cat eye sharp enough to kill a man. Oh, it's such a good lyric. That is a good lyric. I dig it. So we are going to be moving. I think we've got a little time left. Yep, we got some time left. Um, let's. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go slightly out of order okay. uh, because it's related to music. What was our favorite concert of the year? I chose Marin Morris because of the spontaneity of it, because of her talent, because of her ability to put on a show. I just enjoyed the entire thing. We were on our staycation. Yeah. It was like, oh, let's hit a brewery and hit Marin Morris. Why not? Yeah. Let's see what it is. And I had, I had just got her album like two days prior. I picked, because I squealed like a teenage girl, <laughs> Darius Rucker. Yes. That concert was amazing. Overall, extremely talented. Range of different music genre. Even though he's country now, he did some more like um, jazzy sound and stuff. And then he did hootie stuff. And like, I literally remember the feeling like, I, the only thing I can liken it to is when I saw the first tour of New Kids on the Block before they became like new before them being new was old, the first one when they came <laughs> back and I felt like I was 12 years old again, this like seeing Darius Rucker made me feel like I was back in the nineties. Hootie and the Blowfish was on the radio and I was just living my best life. Yeah. That concert was so good. Like he will be one that I hope stays in small venues like that so that I can keep seeing him every time he comes. And uh, we reviewed that uh, as well er yeah. early on. Uh, I believe we saw him. We saw him in like early. We saw him before like we started February. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The podcast we started in March, March, end of March, beginning of April, and yeah. we had already seen him. So you'll hear. You can yes. go back to one of our first episodes and hear us talk about Darius and Marin Morris. I also agree. And speaking of, and we don't have it on here. We said we were going to do our favorite trip this year. Yeah. And I, my favorite trip vacation was our staycation yeah to be honest like we didn't do a lot of traveling we did some and we had a great time but there is something to be said for being home for really enjoying your space to have for having a space that you can relax in and don't feel like you have to leave to do so and opens up spontaneity to go to like Marin Morris and to do stuff like that so Although we've got some trips we're going to plan for this year, I'm hoping that we get at least a four-day staycation in there. Yeah, that's that's how I recharge best is yeah. on a staycation. I love it. It's Was it's, that also your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was the best. And then going to Mackinac was really fun. Mackinac was fun. Pittsburgh was fun. Yeah. We talk about those yeah. um, in previous podcasts, but all those were fun. But yeah, the staycation was where it was at yeah. for me. It's a, different, it's a different place in your life when you can do that, I think. I yeah. don't think I've ever been in a place in my life where I could or wanted to before that I felt content and that that was good. So, all right. So we are going to move to our things related to movies and TV shows in regards to our favorites. We got a little bit more time and uh, yeah, we're good. We got a uh, favorite movie that we saw in the theater this year. Three, two, one. Top, Top Gun, Gun Maverick. Maverick. 
It yeah. just had it all. Yes. It did. It was fun. It was energetic. It was nostalgic. The casting was good. The storyline was surprisingly good. And this is coming from someone who was like, I'm not going to see that trash. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Why are they going to make that stupid movie? I, I'm one that stays away from trailers. So every time the trailer come up, I'm like, I don't want to see the trailer just in case I go. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, like, generally when a sequel comes out, especially 20, 30 years later, yeah. it's not good. And in this case, it was everything that it was. we wanted as fans. And and it was cool because you got an introduction from Tom Cruise at the beginning that was like, hey, thanks for coming. Like, we put a lot of work into this. You know, yeah. a lot of practical effects, a lot of actual, you know, we use real uh, fighter jets and stuff and he's like you know and we did this for the fans because we're fans of the of the story and we wanted to play true to that and we hope that you enjoy it and I was like alright I'm already, we're already off on the right foot and this is cool we've talked about Top Gun Maverick so we don't have to go into any more detail I just want to shout out the Val Kilmer part was yes great like it just had everything it had heart it had action it had adventure it had just everything it was it was a great movie if you just want to watch like an overall good fun entertaining heartwarming movie Friggin' watch it. Don't be a bozo like me. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. Favorite movie that we saw overall all year? Yes. At home or just overall? Just it was overall. supposed to be at home. Okay. Uh, overall. You've changed the category title on me. Yeah, I just literally said, oh, m- favorite movie that you saw all year long, whether it was in the theater, whether you saw it with some okay. friends, whether you saw it, you know, whatever. Okay. I chose, oh, did we, oh, yeah, we did choose mm-hmm. the same thing. In three, two, one. Everything, everywhere, everywhere, all, all at, at once. once. Man, it was what a movie. The most unique film I have seen in years, decades. Yes. Yes. I have not sat down and been like, this is straight up original in a really long time. Yes. Yeah, I... I We've talked about it on here. Yes, we have. And this movie... Um, I think I'm everything a, we're going to talk about, we have talked about on here. I'm a huge Marvel fan, and I'm going to tell tell you now, Marvel needs to take notes. On multiverse. On multiverse, because nobody's done it better than and everything, everywhere, I all at once. I think Marvel could also like just stop with so much multiverse. But anywho, that's, a side, that's a, beside the point. That's a Jessica comment I will not endorse. Um, but yes, uh, they need to take notes from everything, everywhere, yes. all at once. They told a great multiverse and film. And it we, was awesome. We did review it before, and I don't even want to say more about it. I just yep. want to say, open your mind yep. and watch it. Be prepared. Go on a trip. Yes. Go on the adventure that is everything, everywhere, all at once. Now, I think this next category, I'm surprised by your pick, and I feel like you're probably surprised by my pick. Yes. Um, so we do a Sunday night movie night, as we've yes. talked about in the podcast before. Um, and so what I thought would be good for this is to pick my favorite Sunday night movie that Jessica picked and the worst one that she picked and also vice versa. And then I did the same for Steven. Yes. So So what was my best pick? Your best pick, uh, was the Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. I cannot get Brad Pitt cameo. This cracks me up that you picked this movie. Of all the movies... There are 52 weeks in a year, which means I had roughly 26 yep. movies, and you pick The Lost City. I, I could. You don't even like Sandra Bullock. I don't. And 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 my second pick, my runner-up pick, was The Unforgettable, which is another Sandra yeah. Bullock movie. Maybe you do like her. Um, I, sh- 
I don't know why you didn't have a third pick of Practical Magic, which we also watched. Yeah, no, not so much. Um, but The Lost City is great. It it's has fun. every. It's such a fun movie. I've thought about just throwing it on in the background yeah. when I'm doing stuff around the house, just to just to laugh. Like yeah. it's just a great movie. I loved it. I picked Brightburn. If you guys recall, we reviewed Brightburn. It is basically the story of Superman, kind of like Superman Kal-El as a kid, but bad. Yes. And we've talked about it before. In like, you don't always. I hate that movies always have a happy ending. That's all I'll say. And I like a movie that doesn't have a happy ending. I like a movie that makes you go, "What?" Like that doesn't. I I just like it because they took the story of Kal El crashing on Earth and they turned it on its head and yeah. went, "Hey, what would happen if it was actually this?" Yeah. Which in the comic books. They've done that with the Red Sun story in yeah. which he lands in Russia instead of landing in the United States. And it's a very different Superman. Um, I just think I also like, and I said this when we reviewed it, so I won't repeat myself too much, but it is standalone. There's yes. no sequels. There's no nothing. and That's it. That's what I like. Like, there are too many. Se- like, everything Marvel makes has at least three sequels. Gross. The the only thing I want out of it is that now that James Gunn has taken over DC and there's hints at them being a multiverse, I would love if Brightburn at some point is is brought back because that movie was so I'm good. That movie was so good. Well, man, it was so good. Speaking of good, what was my worst pick? Your worst pick was uh, a movie that uh, I. We reviewed this recently. I, I'm I'm not a person that likes to talk during movies, but I literally could not stop myself because I hated it so much. Um, I love the main actress who pl- who's in the movie, Carla Cugino. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She's a wonderful actress. What is I, the movie? The movie is Gerald's Game. I hated it with a passion. I hated every second of it. I couldn't stand it. I didn't like the fact that um, she allows things to happen to her in the beginning that if she had just stood up for herself, none of this would have ever happened. She let, I can't watch movie, meet the parents. I can't watch a character get run over by people and not stand up for themselves. It drives me insane. Psychologically. And that is why I didn't like that movie. Looking at the human will for survival. I liked it. I liked it. Kelly and I, we, we all watched it to do it as part of our Flanagan conversation, if you recall it, our Halloween episode. Yep. We both liked it. I will say, and this goes without needing to even be said, that the worst movie you ever made me watch was a little known gem called Showgirls. That movie is straight up trash. <laughs> I don't know how on earth Elizabeth Berkeley thought that that was going to send her to this acting stratosphere. Trash, trash, trash. Bad acting, bad costumes. Um, Seizure-like dance moves. Horrible. Horrible. It is a movie that is so bad that it's good. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think it is a movie that's so bad that it's bad. Oh, man. I will never watch that again. I'm so glad that we own it. If anyone is in the market for a show, girls, <laughs> let us know. Send us your mailing address. I'll be happy to give it to you. <laughs> I paid like three bucks for it or something on Amazon. It was $3 cheap. too much. Um, All right. What is your favorite TV show limited series? So limited series, for those of you who may not know, that means that uh, you're only getting a certain number of episodes. That's it. Done. Over with. Done. Story. No more. Nothing else. I, hey, I don't know, man. I, I don't am know what. literally rolling my eyes at him right now as he just mansplained what a limited series Hey, is. man. Some people may not know. Um, I chose Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
been waiting since 2005, uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Uh, been waiting, waiting, and waiting for more Obi-Wan Kenobi story after that movie, and we finally got it, and it was everything I wanted. Every single thing I wanted. I was a, I felt like I was a kid again watching the Star Wars trilogy uh, at Christmas time on VHS. I felt like a kid again. I loved it. It was everything I wanted. Well, it was I know so I'll be good. Watching it at some point, so you're not going to see any details. But yes. I am glad you enjoyed that. Yes. I picked. We talked about this before already. The sh- limited series. It only had a limited amount of episodes. Cool. Called Blackbird. Oh. And yes. that starred Taron Egerton, and it was also Ray Liotta's last role that he filmed before he passed. Yes. Um, that movie is great. If you recall, it's about someone who ends up in prison and then a task they're assigned with in prison to alleviate their sentence and what they go through and uncover and all of this stuff. And it is dark. It is gritty. It is incredibly well acted. It is on Apple. So Blackbird, give it a, give it a shot. We also reviewed that one as well, yep, I believe, because we, we talked mm-hmm. about uh, Paul Walter House- Hauser yep. and his ability. Oh, man. Ability he's, to be a creeper. Man, he's great. Yes. Um, we A uh, favorite TV show that's still on the air, going to have more episodes. Um, I chose Reacher. We've reviewed this Reacher as well already. We, Fantastic. I cannot wait for season two. Yeah, we watched season one in one day. Literally watched it in one day. We yeah. talked about it on the podcast already. I cannot recommend enough. Um, Alan Richson is awesome as Reacher. Is that his name? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm okay. looking at it. Um, my continuing show, and I'm not caught up yet, y'all, no spoilers, is going to be 911. <laughs> now, I haven't watched it. Like, I go through spurts like i have probably haven't watched it i'm behind on all of my procedurals i haven't watched any of them probably in the whole month of december so i when i get back on the treadmill i've got a cavalcade of items to watch i'm very excited all of my procedurals i get to catch up on and my 911 but 911 is i know it's a procedural i know it's like stereotypical whatever but the writing and the characters are just so well done it's just it is not formulaic in in its predictability. Yeah. Most of those procedurals, even though I watch them, enjoy them, are predictable AF. This one, I'm surprised sometimes by character reactions, and I'm like, oh wow, they're legitimately developing these characters. Yeah, and I've I've seen a handful of episodes with yeah. you that are really good. Yeah. Really good show. Um. So now we've got we've discussed all of the well, not mine, but we've discussed yours. So favorite TV shows that ended. We want to give a shout out to. Yes. Uh, for for me, I picked uh, I picked two shows that yes. ended this year that we uh, both picked the one. Yeah, we both picked one, and then we picked a separate one a piece. Uh, we both picked This Is Us, and we have talked about This Is Us before. We did a whole thing on it, but This yep. Is Us was one of the last like dr- it's probably the last like drama show that I've watched that is on regular television that has 20 episodes a season that is a legit like old school television formula it's it was just great six seasons emotional roller coaster don't binge it like my husband did unless you want to have an ulcer (laughs) but it's a great show we've you know we've talked about it and we've recommended it and i fully support his second pick i was torn but since he picked it i didn't pick it yeah my second pick was afterlife um i just i we've also talked about i cannot get over how how 
intelligent of a writer Ricky Gervais is. Yes. He, oh, To man. weave back and forth to ridiculous comedy and, like, emotional just torment is, that's talent. Like, to yes. be able to do that. And you seamlessly, you're laughing and then you're sobbing. And it's just. And the way the show ends is not a, it's, it. He lands the ending. It's beautiful. Yes. It's poetic. Yes. He does a poetic ending that's just like, oh, my gosh. And, like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, if, if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't such an emotional roller coaster to watch, I probably would watch it again. Yeah. But I don't know that I, I don't know that I'll watch it again anytime soon, but I might eventually. Uh, my pick was Dead to Me. Yeah. I'm not going to spoiler anything. We've never talked about it. Um. There was a big gap between season two and season three. Unfortunately, Christina Applegate was diagnosed with MS, so they were a little delayed in bringing it back. Worth the Wait stars Christina Applegate, Linda Cardellini, and James Marsden is also in it. Um, it's a great show. It, it's it got wacky situations, all this kind of background stuff, but at its core, it is about the friendship between two women, and I think it portrays friendship in that way so well. Hmm. They're two very different women and how they randomly came together and how they just became each other's everything in terms of like friendship. And it, it's really nice to see that and to be able to have that. So I recommend that show. It's only three seasons. It's all on there now. I recommend watching it for sure. Nice. Yeah. Uh, The final category we have, it is not related to entertainment at all. No. It is uh, the favorite purchase that we made this year. Yeah, which I think is funny. We have the same thing, but like different, and that's why I wanted to put on there. Mine would definitely have to be my laptop. I got a Lenovo laptop this year. When I stopped working at U of M, they oddly enough took their laptop back. So <laughs> I was left with just a Surface, and I'm like working from home. I've got more fluidity in my day when I in this new job and working from home. I don't have to be stuck to a chair and a computer and two monitors. I can move around a little bit more. So I wanted a laptop. I didn't want to fumble moving around a little surface all the time. So I got my laptop and functionality and everything. It's so easy to use. I highly recommend it. Yeah, and it works good for recording yeah. the podcast. Um, it, it, yeah, yeah I've, I'm very pleased with our purchase on that. Uh, my favorite purchase this year was that I finally, I finally bought a Mac, and he I, loves it. I got to tell you, life changing. Like I it's tried- fantastic. I know it's weird to say life changing, but like for me as a tech person, me as somebody who, uh, as I've mentioned with the spreadsheet, the music, um, but I have the ability to text and all my photos and everything I. Mo- uploaded from my computer into the cloud and now everything's available so someone something's on my phone it's on my computer and i don't have to have my phone with me to respond to a text like i would have to I get love used it. to it i tried to use that to look up our honeymoon stuff yesterday and i wanted to throw it yeah it's got a, the keyboard takes a minute or two to get I, used to you got to figure out what you're you know because you can't like you're not using uh, uh alt tab anymore because yeah, there's, there's it's, it, it's it's different you got to you got to have a command button instead, yeah. and it takes the function of a lot of stuff. But, man, I love it. It's <laughs> it's a great if, – if you're questioning whether or not you should buy a Mac, just buy it. Just do it. If you, if you have the money to buy a Mac, do it. Overall, I would say that 2022 was a great year. Yeah. Um, all of this entertainment stuff was great. Uh, everything that happened was great. Even stuff that wasn't great, you know, we moved on from it. We learned from it. Like, I think 
life is all about learning and growing and moving forward. And I look forward to what happens in 2023. I wish you all a very happy new year and a very bright and happy year ahead. Yeah, I I think I think we got some stuff that's going to happen in 2023 that's going to be cool. I'm hopeful for for what we're doing. Yeah. Um I'm hopeful for our podcast. I'm hopeful for just our life in general like yeah. um uh, we don't share everything that we do in our life on this podcast and and uh you know, we have some stuff that's just really cool coming up this year and I'm looking forward to it. Like and we're going to f- hopefully finally go on our honeymoon. Yes. Woohoo. Yep, again, um travel agents and app developers, please <laughs> let us know what you think, how you can help us and uh as always follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We have we have a WordPress now. So yes. we actually have a website that we're yes. working on. So uh you're going to start to see that in our social yep. media posts. Um so yeah, we we are going to be expanding ending this year yep. we kind of buried the lead on that i guess yeah. we could have started the show with that uh, but yeah we're gonna have a wordpress to have more uh more blogs and stuff like that more interaction with everybody so yeah. you know uh, as always like subscribe share and uh thank you for listening i believe that's all we can say this week bye y'all testing one two Testing, testing. Sophia, please stop making noises. That's not going to happen, ever. Oh, my gosh. She'd have to stop breathing. It's like we have a pterodactyl in the basement. Hmm.